Welcome to the Pandora's Awareness Podcast, a place where we collect stories and circulate life-changing wisdom. I am your host, Asher, and uh, our co-host today is Queen Lav, <laughs> and our guest is Nikki. So Nikki is a highly accomplished communication strategist, speechwriter, and delivery coach with over 16 years of experience, renowned for her, her ability to elevate the voices of CEOs and C-suite leaders. Nikki empowers her client to unleash messaging that commands attention and drives action through her expertise our expert guidance nikki teaches individuals to communicate with compelling clarity strategic precision and an inviting presence that captivates audiences meet nikki a dynamic inspiring and empowering communication strategist nikki welcome to the panora's awareness podcast thank you for having me asher and queen love <laughs> welcome, welcome. We are so excited to have you because you are the specialist at speaking, communication. That's so important for, for us. In my personal life, I think communication is so important. One of my biggest values. Mm. Therefore, we are looking forward for you to teach us even more on how to communicate, uh, communicate effectively. Yep. And I'm looking forward to sharing. I agree. I believe just what you just said, that our voices are powerful and they can transform and they can encourage and they can do all the razzle-dazzle. So when we use them effectively, everything is unlimited. I like I like your gestures when you speak, by the way, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> we go, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a really good time. So normally we start this podcast off with the big question we ask everybody, because I'm curious about everybody's big question that drives your life. So when you lay in your bed at night or when you wake up in the morning, what is that big question for you? The big question for me when I am pondering is always, am I doing enough? Hmm. And, it's, and sometimes it, sometimes you have to be very honest with yourself and say, you're not. And so whether that's the outreach, whether that is learning or thinking about how you're showing up for your clients, how you're pushing your clients so that they can help other people. Yeah, that's definitely my question. I try to keep that at the forefront. And I would be very honest and say sometimes I'm like, I don't want to ask myself that question today because I know (laughs) I know what the answer is. That's a great question. Yeah, I kind of avoid that question as well sometimes because I know exactly what the answer and there are days when I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not. And I'm fine because today I don't feel like I need to give some love to my body and not just follow dreams and goals and just be. Today I just want to be. So, Nikki, what, what, is, what is doing enough uh, look like for you? You know, one of the things that I say in, uh, I have different morning affirmations that I do, but one of them talks about me, my job being to have to go out and explain to people what I do to educate them on it and then to invite them to what is possible. And sometimes I'm not doing, I'm not doing the going out. Sometimes I'm not doing those phone calls. I'm not doing those emails. Sometimes I'm laying in the bed. (laughs) Sometimes I'm on Instagram. And, you know, I do believe that we we need to have breaks. We need to have self-care. But when you sit back and reflect on your day or or even your week, because we're all, we should be afforded to have a day or two where we're like, hey, this is my day. This is for me only. But when you think about your your whole week in totality and then your month, it's like, oh, wait a minute. I, I strongly believe that when I when I envision my work, I think about if we were all on a beach holding hands, trying to get pick up something that is lost, that's what we're doing. So it's me, it's my clients, it's the other people who they work with. And imagine I'm not there. 
there's a gap in between there and something is going to be missing. So when I think about it in that way, I'm like, oh, I have better show up. Mm. Yeah, because we can't hold hands together if we're not there, right? This is going to be a missing link. I love the way you put that, that analogy, walking on the beach, holding the hands, and then we're, we're embracing each other. But then, boom, you just magically disappear. Is is a gap, is a, is a link missing. Yeah. What does that do for you mentally when you think about that? Sometimes it is stressful. And sometimes it is like, what? I get to do this work. Now, when I meet with potential clients, I didn't, you know, of course, my clients, but when I meet with potential clients and I hear about the work that they're doing, I met with a woman the other day and she's a emotional intelligence coach. Oh, you can't really be a good leader if you don't have that emotional intelligence. If you're not leading with, of course, you want to lead with authority. Okay, yes, yes. But if you don't have that compassion in you, where are you going to go? How are you going to encourage your team? How are you going to reach those goals? So when I th- thought about the work that she does, I said, oh, not, not just for the, her clients who are already in leadership, but the people who are growing into leadership. For, them, for her to be able to reach them before they get the staff who they don't treat right, or before they get that virtual assistant who they have not planned for and it doesn't work out. <laughs> those kind of things are so important and so when I get I get excited about that and that's what fuels me and that's what helps me when I do have those moments and I'm saying mm, I didn't do enough I'm like hey but what about if I did this what if I did that beautiful that's beautiful so uh, okay as you can hear I'm Romanian I have an accent sometimes I don't find my words sometimes I make mistakes but I do want to be the best public speaker ever. So can you give me and Asher some tips, ways, how do you help your clients to improve their speaking abilities, their communication abilities? Well, before you answer that, Nikki, I only take cash tips, okay? So she meant tips, just yeah. anything, tips, okay? He's right. materialistic. <laughs> I'll say this since I hear that both of you have an accent that is different than mine. I love listening to people with accents and I different than mine. Okay. And I, I really feel like you have a superpower because just opening your mouth, people are like, wait, what was oh, let me hear what where's she from? And you get them to listen. So when I speaking when I'm working with clients who have accents different than mine, it's always important to say that. I encourage them, don't don't try to sound something different over here. You know, I'm not gonna show up and start talking like a valley girl. No, no, no. I'm going to show up in my regular authentic self. So that's tip number one, to be authentic. The second tip is to know the audience who you're speaking to. What do you want them to walk away with? Because that differs for for different audiences. Maybe you just want them to feel good. And and probably most of us can do that very quickly. (laughs) But maybe you want to agitate them to take some action. So if you think about what your end goal is where you're speaking to them, then you can work backwards from that and we can figure out how we're going to filter things in. Those are two tips that you didn't pay for. <laughs> uh, I just feel like my, my pocket just grow a little bit. <laughs> just now. <laughs> mm. My question is, uh, uh, Nikki, like, what is it, the thing about your job that you really love doing? Like, what's the most favorite part of your job right now? My favorite part is the sitting down by myself and doing the planning. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell them this. I'm going to tell them that. And then usually what I do is I record some of the remarks. If I'm writing, let's say I'm writing a full-on speech or if I'm writing for someone who needs to have a series of videos where they will show up and be able to share with people what they do to invite them to what is next. I'm, I'm usually recording my own video. I do like a loom or something of it. And then I send it to my client because I want them to understand the cadence. 
And when I do that, I'm like, oh, well, wait a minute. Now I'm Asher, you know, and I get to take on these different personas and that's a lot of fun. My second most favorite thing is that when I then get on with Asher and then we do that role play. Now, usually the role play is the part where people are like, look, I didn't pay you to talk to me any kind of way because I got to interrupt you. <laughs> I got to interrupt you and say, no, no, I need you to start over. Yeah, start from the beginning and, and slow down. I got to do all of that. But when I find, when I see them go through that and then the, Oh, and they do it. Oh, that's like, a, I'm not a parent of a, of a person, but uh, I think that's probably like a proud parent moment where you're like, they did it. <laughs> and of course, they have to give me the third one. When I get, the, sometimes I get to go and see my client speak. So if I get that, that's awesome to be in the room and to just see like the full essence of it. But if I have to see a video of it, that's special as well. That's beautiful because you kind of you can see the results of your hard work, and you're exactly like no. a, a coach in the gym. Yeah, when I was uh, training with coach, he had to stop me from uh, doing the exercises if I was having not a correct form, because you don't want them to continue doing those mistakes. So you have to stop them. It's not pleasant because uh, you, you want to do whatever you want to do. You think you're doing a great job, and it's not nice when somebody tells you no. Start all over and like, ah. Absolutely. Uh, it, I think that's a really good analogy. I remember working out with a woman virtually, and then she was, was stopping me. And I was like, look, okay, who are you talking to? You know? <laughs> but, I, but I remember when she gave me that correction, being able to see, oh, this squat does go lower. Oh, look at the results of the squatting, you know? <laughs> exactly. <So, laughs> yes, yeah, the same thing. <laughs> So what do you think are the biggest challenges in communication so far? A big one is the confidence. We, a lot of people will come to me and they are nervous about speaking. And I myself have been nervous. And I think, you know, it's important to acknowledge that I didn't show up like, ta-da! and even in these moments, sometimes I'm, I'm oh my goodness, oh my goodness, like, you don't know if my knees are shaking now. They are, but they could have been, you don't know, but I show up like this. So it's that confidence piece. And so that we, we work through a number of different drills and tactics and I teach them what they need to know so that they can feel like, all right, I'm here. And some of it, I am not a mindset coach. I'm going to be very clear. You know, I, I've, I've read some books and attended some social media lives, <laughs> but I am not a mindset coach. But a lot of it goes to, it's the mindset. Like, am I, is my voice, should my voice be at the table? Should my voice be heard? Does my nose be big? Is it? No, so those kinds of things. And none of that really matters, to tell you the truth. The second thing is what I was getting to earlier about knowing the purpose of your speaking. What are you trying, whether it's a 30 second video or it's a 30 minutes full on speech, what do you want people to walk away with? Because all of us have been on somebody's live or been to some church service or whatever it is. And you're like, oh, you're just talking to me talking. You know, we don't, we don't want that because people aren't walking away with anything. And then everything you did is for not, unless it was for ego. The result is very important. Absolutely. Yeah. If, 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 you know, I would listen to my coach. I have, a, I have a public speaking coach. His name is Joe Weldon. And I would listen to him talk. It was like, you know, you know how you know you're an effective speaker? It was like, how you know you're an effective speaker? It result. If you, have a, if you gave a speech and nobody does anything after the speech, that wasn't an effective speech. And I was like, oh, interesting. He was like, yeah, if you're a person that probably can't even speak so well, but you give a speech and everybody take action after, you was so great. That was a very effective speech. So I was like, mm, interesting. So then I start thinking about that process that you mentioned, like the result at the end, like what is the person going to take away with? 
if they do something after I was finished speaking, then my speech, my speech was effective. Because you're taking action. They do something with the information. Yes, yes. And you will see people, when you're speaking, have those aha moments. If you're if you're on a Zoom or live, you're like, put it one in the chat. You see those ones come in there. You see those comments come in there. But it is a more, I say, more magnificent thing when you are in person and you see the eyes like, and you see the pens like, wait a minute, you know, <laughs> you'll see those things and that. And it is fulfilling because all of us who are speakers, we have our expertise. I was going to say expertise. I don't think that's a word. We have our specialties. <laughs> and when you have been learning and when you have been practicing and when you have been failing and you've been collecting those stories and those wins, and now I come to your audience and I'm able to give tips and they're able to walk away and do something different. It's like, oh, whoa, this is what I'm here for. Mm. And don't worry about inventing words. You're on the right in the right place because I always invent a word in English that makes no sense. It makes so much sense to me, though. <laughs> that's that's effective communication with yourself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I am mastering well, it. Tell me about like on your journey right now. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm curious about your backstory. Like how do you become to be in the position you're in and the things you're doing right now with speaking? How do you come to, come come to be? But this thing, how can it so tight right now? How, how is that? Uh, that's a long story, but I'll try to see how I can condense it. Uh, in maybe 2006, I think, yes, I applied to a job in the paper. That's how long ago it was. And I went there thinking that I was going to be the receptionist, and I left there being the communications director. But it was an yeah, it was an advocacy organization. They were fighting for children to have quality education. And the very first thing that I went to was a rally in New York City, and it was at a church. It was full of people, men, women, children, everybody in there. And I, that's where I learned about the power of voice the power of story and what happens when you put those things together and the impact that you can have. You can change budgets. You can change people's perceptions. You can change the opportunities that people have. And so leaving from there, I went to work in New York State government for a while, handling press for a multi-billion dollar program, this and that. And that was all great and wonderful. But one day I was like, you know, I've been working now for about 20 years. I'm rest to go. <laughs> so I left there two weeks later. I ended in Morocco. I was walking through sheep to get to the office. And I consulted for a woman who had started a nonprofit there. And I helped her with communication strategy and her, helped her be able to go out in the community and, and use her voice to impact change there. I came back and the way my bank account was set up, and start doing some other things. So along the way, I've taken lessons and been in programs and been able to, like I said before, have have those wins and have those oh this this is this ain't working <laughs> and have those experiences, which included shaky voice, <laughs> which included being somewhere and not knowing what my goal for speaking was, which included not knowing how to insert an elongated pause and all of those different kinds of things. So when I get to work with my clients, I'm so honored in because I know what it's like to feel like, oh, shoot, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to navigate this back. And so to be able to take what I learned and help someone else who ultimately they may not even want to be a speaker, but they know they need to use their voice and tell someone else that I have this coaching program and it can transform your life. And but guess what? It's not just transforming your life. Other people who are watching you, the people who, who see Asher with a little more swag going down the street are like, what, what's what he got going on? And then Asher's children and neighbors and so forth, it impacts so many people. And so we have a ripple effect in our work. And that, that I've come to that understanding and that helps me to keep moving. 
And it also impacts the relationship with people around you because if you're communicating effectively now with your spouse, with your kids, with your neighbors, with your friends, you're creating pleasant relationships. You're avoiding unnecessary conflicts. And life can be smooth and happy. (laughs) Those things are true. And while I will say that being able to communicate effectively will help in those those areas. I like to make sure that people know I I, I can't really help you with it, man. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I had a woman a long time, but she saw my business card. And she was like, "Oh, so you can help meet my husband?" I was like, "Help y'all do what?" <laughs> that that might be a different kind of coach that you need. <laughs> but if you need to have have a meeting with him and say, "Look, this isn't working, and this is why," I, I can help you all day. I don't think you might like that. <laughs> I, I love your energy, by the way, Nikki. It is it's very infectious, very infectious energy. And you, you were talking about transformation in, in your conversation. I was wondering, what are some of, some of your biggest opposition on this journey, getting to where you are right now? My own opposition had, had, had to do with mindset. Um, you know, just, just yesterday, just yesterday, I, well, actually two days ago, I was speaking to a woman and she needed some, some service, some help. And so at the end, we got to talking about budget and she said, well, if I have to put some on a credit card, then and I was like, whoa, you're going to put my service on the credit card? Hold on, wait a minute. And then I thought, because I, I had to, I was, I left the message from my coach yesterday. And I said, I had to therapy myself and say, wait a minute, is my service not good enough for her to make a future investment in? Yeah, let, let me go ahead and send her this quote, right? Have I not put something on a credit card before? Have I not made payments for something before and then been able to reap the benefits? Oh, yeah. So let, let me do that. So mindset is something that, that shows up and down and up and down in everybody's life. It's not that you just went to one little session or one social media lab and you're like, I'm fixed, you know. <laughs> and then when you have those mindset issues, sometimes you might not reach out to a person. You might not push back on a contract negotiation or those kinds of things. So that definitely is something. And, and, if, and if, when it comes to specifically to speaking, oh, I've had that. Well, wait a minute. Maybe I need to get some makeup on. They're going to see these marks. Hold on. I don't want but guess what? Somebody is going to, somebody is watching this right now and they are thinking, yes, I can. And, I, and I'm so grateful that I've had the opportunity with, with you and Queen Love to, <laughs> to help push them into that. Did I answer your question? I think so. Yes, yes, yes. Your, your mindset is opposition. Biggest, most people, their mindset is their biggest opposition. And it's good to recognize that so you can kind of transform that, convert that into something that's, that's valuable. So now, Speaking of opposition, I know you got some victories. So if you got to go go on, on the top of this mountain and 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 scream your victories. What would some of those victories be for folks that are listening? Uh, I like that you said mountain. When I explain to people how I like to work with them, I reference the Price is Right game show where they have the little person going up the mountain and has that horrible music. It's like, lee, 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 lee. well, the people I work with are the person going up the mountain and they're a little hunched over because they have all the responsibilities on their back. When they could take the communications piece off and pass it over to me, now they can stand up a little bit straighter, walk a little bit faster, but I'm with them. And so victories to me come in, they don't always have to be like this big, huge thing. One day I had a client contact me and she's like, oh, I got an emergency. And I'm like, oh, great. Action. Let's go. 911 communications. Let's hack. Let's go. <laughs> well, she, someone had reached out to her from a panel and I wanted her to come and speak on a panel. And she had she had advocated for herself to be on that panel years ago. And they was like, nah, you ain't ready. But now here they are reaching out to her. And she was a little bit nervous about what to say, what kinds of questions she should, there were some feeder questions, what kinds of questions they should be able to ask her. And so we sat down and we worked backwards. We talked about 
how she could use the clips and so on and so forth. And she left that conversation feeling like, oh, okay, I got this. That is a win for me. Another quick story, there was a woman who had taken over an international uh, nonprofit. And within six months after her starting, she was going to have to do their annual conference. So this is people from everywhere have all convened in one place. You are the new director. So they look like, what's she going to do? You know, <laughs> and so I, I wrote her remarks for that and just being there watching her deliver it, watching her, watching her like she never even needed me. That that is a win. Mm. Wow. I'm speechless right now because you are you are, you are awesome at this, by the way. I'm like, thank you. Yeah. How, 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 how much podcast have you been doing so far? Because you seem like you can just explain your story very, very, very easy. Well, this is what I do. I'm a communication strategist. <laughs> that's what I wanted to say, Asher. Really, yeah. that's what she does. She's yeah. an expert at talking, yeah. speaking, public speaking, right? Communicating. Yes, I Can am. You a... Tell us. Sorry, go ahead. I was like, I am a communication strategist. I write speeches. I write video scripts, and then I help my clients unleash that messaging, as I like to say, to make sure that it's whispering in the ears and speaking to the hearts of the people who need them most. So I work with CEOs, I work with C-suite leaders, and I am, again, humbled by the opportunities that I get to contribute in people's journeys that will then impact somebody else's journey and somebody else's journey. That's wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit more about your coaching program? You have several steps, uh, certain numbers of weeks, or it depends from a client to another. So, right, this is a very timely question for me because I'm, I'm shifting some things. But when I'm working with my clients, I'm it's customized, but there are some concrete things that we're typically going over. So if you have been someone who's already been speaking, well, I don't really go over the fundamentals with you, right? But if you are someone who is saying, well, I am a CEO, I, I've been, I've, or I am a you know senior person in this company, I've just transferred over here, and now my responsibility is to speak more often. And so I need to make sure that I get over these nerves and these jitters and things, that might look a little bit different. So it is one-on-one, and for the sake of this conversation, it's customized, but I am putting together some sort of a cohort. And so I have some things, actually, there's notes over here right now on my desk about what that might look like. Um, and I, I think I'm going to gear that more towards people who are entrepreneurs, who are coaches, who are accountants, who are other people who will then show up on social media and videos to help invite people to what is possible. Yeah. And, if they, and if those people are like, oh, my God, Nikki, you're talking to me. How can I reach you? Oh, they should visit my website, which is NikkiRJones.com. That is N-I-K-K-I. R Jones.com. I don't think you need to spell Jones. They can find me on Instagram and LinkedIn at Nikki R Jones. And I would love to hear from DM me. Let me know that you came from Pandora's podcast. Wow. And with that said, you're tuned into the Pandora's Awareness Podcast, a place where we collect stories and circulate life changing wisdom. Wisdom from people like Nikki R Jones, communication <laughs> strategist, and your host, Queen Lab and Asher. We're here at the Pandora's Awareness Podcast. Now make it an awesome day. <laughs> <laughs>